Not long ago, I spoke at a charity dinner along with my friend Amanda. As we were walking to the stage together, she looked down at me and said, We're an odd pair, Steve. We both laughed. Amanda is 5'10". I am not. I asked her if she thinks of herself as tall unless someone mentions it or she's standing next to someone much shorter. She said no. I told her the same was true for me about being short. I never think about it unless someone mentions it or I'm standing next to someone like her. Then we walked out onto the stage to talk about grief and loss and moving forward somehow despite the ache. For the rest of the evening, it was our hearts, not our heights, that mattered. There are a lot of stories, aphorisms, and myths about size. We say things like the long and the short of it, or good things come in small packages. We tell tall tales and write short stories. There are movies about gentle giants who are misunderstood like King Kong and Shrek, and small creatures like leprechauns who are mischievous and mean. Sometimes the opposite is true. The giant is a nuclear-fueled Godzilla bullying the peaceful and the small. Jews have lived with those kinds of giants for 3,500 years. In fact, we wrote the book on evil giants. Twice a day for 40 days, the Philistines' most fearsome warrior, a giant named Goliath, taunts the Israelites and challenges them to send their best warrior to battle him. The winner's nation will be considered the conquering power, and all-out war will be avoided. After King Saul cowardly runs away, the young and humble David steps up to take on the armor-clad giant with only his slingshot and five smooth stones. With a single, perfect shot to the forehead, David fells Goliath and chops off his head. In its biblical context, David and Goliath is about the primacy of the ancient Israelite God over the deities of the more powerful Philistines. For centuries, it has been secularized and used to describe situations in sports, politics, business, and recess on the playground when a stronger party has the advantage, but the weaker party, because of courage, faith, determination, unconventional thinking, and tactics, seizes the day. This story is a myth that tells an important truth. Often, the powerful are destroyed by a false sense of invulnerability. Their overconfidence, complacency, and bullying causes them to fall under the weight of their own narcissism. Pharaoh, Amalek, the Philistines, the Greeks, the Romans, eventually so too the Nazis, the Japanese, and the mean girls in middle school eventually get what's coming to them. Everyone loves our David and Goliath story because at some point in life, we all tremble before a giant. Anyone who has been bullied or felt the odds were against them, which means all of us, wants to see that bully defeated and those odds beaten. We want to believe in that single smooth stone to the forehead, that the chemo is going to work, or that Molotov cocktails mixed up by grandmothers in basements will bring down the Russian army. We want to believe that believing matters, that courage matters, that faith matters, that sacrifice matters, and most important of all, that with courage, faith, 
and sacrifice eventually right really does triumph over might. Of course, the David and Goliath story is also a myth that promotes some denial or magical thinking. But it will always be true that when it comes to moving forward somehow, despite the loss and the ache, it's not the size of our bodies or armies that matter. It's our hearts. Love and Shabbat Shalom, Steve.